It's a plane, it's a bird. It's it's a I was just I'm just trying to get uh the episode title just so I have it on unlock ruminations big and little bullies and bullies is spelled l y s okay but anywho anywho let me and we're back another episode of Kenyan cuts episode three of euphoria season two ruminations big and little bullies i believe it is called yeah and i guess before we get into our opening remarks uh there's a story that i meant i've been meaning to tell you dylan not even a story just i guess an an excerpt of my life uh since last time so i was uh chatting up this uh girl on snapchat she just just added me so and so whatever and she said, she said, hi, just a plain HI. I say, hi, what's going on? Trying to be friendly. And, and she's like, oh, uh, who are you? Or who is this? And the thing with Snapchat is your name is in the top left corner, right? So it's not a surprise. And I use my complete name on Snapchat. And I would say my name is our names are unique enough to where, or the last names are unique to where, you don't, you don't, Gatua is unique in a sense of, you see Gatua, you'll probably remember that name or it's too hard for it to be made up, so to speak, or just a, a common last name. Um, so I told her, do you just ask me who is this? My name's in the top, top left corner. My name's Sean Gatua. And so I replied asking her, oh, who is this? She texts back. And mind you, these are in a span of maybe damn near full days have gone by. Damn near full days have gone by. And so she she gets back to me. She doesn't answer my question. And she says, oh, um, how old are you? And I said, uh, you know, I'm 19. I reciprocate the same question. She says, oh, I'm 20. You know, that's, it's a one year difference. I mean, there's nothing age, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing's happening. We're just, we're just chatting. I'm being friendly. And then she asks where I live. And I said, okay, this is, you know, like, where, where are we going with this? And so I replied, I live in the United States, right? Cause maybe she could be Where's out of the story the going, John? She could be out of the country, yada, yada, yada. You'll, you'll see, you'll see. And, um, yeah, so she, she's, I said, where does, she, where do, do you live? And again, I don't get a reply back to my question. It's, it's a little odd considering you can ask questions, but you can't answer them. Anywho. And, and then the last question she asks me, or the next question she asks me is, are you interested in a beneficial relationship? And I said, what? What is this, a business proposition? <laughs> and I haven't gotten a reply back. She actually left me on red, uh, as I can see on Snap. But there's nothing to the story. I just thought it was funny. 
uh, that I just wanted to express. That's all. That's it? Yeah, that's it. That is lame. it to the story. Yeah, it is kind of lame. I mean, I, I hope to, I mean, I wish I was still chatting with her just so I can, I guess, give, give you updates. But I mean, that's all there is to it. That's all she wrote. That's literally all she wrote. Are you interested in the beneficial relationship? What? Are you interested in the beneficial relationship? Yeah, of course. You know, whatever that then is. Take her up on her offer then. I, I, no, but I said she left me on red. So she saw my responses, but did not reply to them. Or maybe she has. She was, she was unamused by your response. I have to give her a better response. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to double chat. I'm not going to double chat no random. Snapchat, Sean. It's not my message. Yeah, but double chat. Yeah, but still, like, there's just something. I don't have double double text built into me. That's just that's all there is to it. Yeah, break out old habits to form new ones. (laughs) Form new relationships. Speaking of relationships, I think that's a nice segue into uh, Euphoria because Euphoria is all about relationships, right? I guess every good show is all about relationships. (laughs) I mean, the has to, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, I, this I, if Euphoria keeps up like this, I, this would be a better season than season one, because unlike the second episode, it was more. Uh, this was more focused, which I, mm-hmm. I really liked. Like it was more Cal centric, and a little bit of Rue, a little bit of Lexi. That's that's what I need. Where the backstory is, is centered, the new character. I'm learning new stuff about them and why they act the way they do. Yeah. So what did you think of uh, a young Cal Jacobs backstory? It's amazing. Like he's, he's, he's closeted, but the only way he's closeted is not by choice. It's by his high school girlfriend being pregnant at a young age and him having to care for her. That's good. That, that's a good story. And the, and the pain <laughs> he felt. <laughs> right, right. She, she, she's, um, she's t- she tied him down. Yeah, she tied him down, and the pain he felt when he realized that he couldn't have his best friend. Yeah, yeah, that's that's wild. Did they ever express if he went to college? Wasn't he supposed to go to Duke? Yeah, it doesn't look. It doesn't they never, seem. They don't say. Yeah, I'd assume not. If you have to take care of a child, or not necessarily, people do that all the time. Take care of children in college. They they took it more of a. I think he might have went to Duke. Really? It'll be unre- I don't know. But they didn't make it seem like it was uh they're saying the pregnancy more of a in terms of his relationship with his, his friends, not anything else. Right, how it kind of severed that relationship. Yeah. In a romantic there. way, yeah. Right. Um I will say I thought I thought Derek when uh, Cal was, remember when they showed that, I forget what it's called, that look away shot, the shot that's leaving Cal, young Cal in the bed before he gets the call from his girlfriend. Yeah, I thought, I, his best friend, I, thought his, I thought his best friend was going to be in that bed. Yeah, yeah I thought Derek was going to be in that bed. I thought it was going to be um, a couple hours ago, they were, were kissing on the dance floor, like West Side Story. And then now it's, uh, I mean, now I guess they, uh, it was a home run. <laughs> what do you mean a home run? <laughs> a home run. You don't know the, the uh, uh, sexual home runs? 
Nice. Or like the baseball, the baseball innuendo. I know what of, it means, of, but okay, I don't okay. think he had a home run. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. But I thought they were going to show a young uh, uh, Derek in that bed with Cal. So I guess Derek is is done. I mean, he no, could no, appear. He, but, he has to come back. There's, yeah, I, I think he has. Or to come some back. other mention of him. It would be so strange if they just left that open ended. Yeah. Yeah. Still a lot of questions. I mean, I, I'm so satisfied with how they how they did it. Him being a plot device, I don't care. But if it was uh needs to be more explanation though, I feel like for it to be more realistic. And yeah, if it's just more realistic, I feel like there has to be more of a Derek. Like if he sees Derek again and it might break up his marriage. Because if they said that Cal goes for what he wants, he doesn't sit down, he's not sitting duck. Maybe he goes after Derek. So that he can feel happiness, the happiness that he desired from a young age. Yeah, I mean that that definitely could be it. Um, yeah, I just yeah again talk about the overarching uh, episode. It, it was it was I, I the best part about this episode was the pacing. It was paced well, incredibly well. Um, with you have the backstory. And then it's, uh, what is it? And then you just basically get into our characters as well as, um, you know, you have a little bit of root. You literally have a little bit of everybody. I'd probably say, I'd probably say not enough. They're, they're kind of, I guess, not, not uh, going away from Jules, but I think they're just trying to develop Elliot to show... I don't know, flesh out his character a little bit so that it it's in contrast or it's in or to show compatibility among those three. Didn't you know about Jules though? No, 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 just to see what she's up to. Not not necessarily not n- what not to know about Jules what or what to, to know about Jules. What does she have to do? What is she up to? I mean, she was what is this? She was apprehensive about Elliot, but it does seem that they're they're forming a, a budding relationship. Not necessarily Kinda. because Elliot said, remember Elliot said, I have a crush on Jewel, on, on Rue. Right. He admitted. Yeah. But I think she is opening up to him. No, they are. And um, I don't know how. Okay. Uh, I mean, Elliot's cool. No, I'm, sorry, I'm not going to talk about Elliot right now. Talk about Jules in the sense she drove so much of plot of season one. It was really Jules' show. With Rue as a in the caraway character. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really, it was about the show is truly how Jules, a force of nature, is affecting, I guess, a vulnerable person or kind of a broken person. I'm not saying Jules isn't broken, but she is much more confident in herself than Rue is to me. Yeah, but. And also, you're asking what, like, to find out what she's doing. What is she doing? She's just there. She's just there in relation to, to Rue. She's not doing anything outside of it, of that. She's just living her life. Yeah, but I, I was more so trying, I was more so going at maybe we show a little bit of the dad, but I think it's maybe we're too, we're in too deep to be showing the effects on her, on her dad. Cause they did show stuff of her dad in season one. But I mean, again, that was, I guess in relation to Rue, obviously, but I, I would want to see a little bit more of how 
Okay, because you know, so I guess a next the next episode. I'm already thinking too far away. I haven't even gone into this episode, but I guess something to look forward to would be how Jules is taking the Rue and Elliot relationship. I that's I guess that's what that's all I'm saying. And I guess maybe her relationship with I guess her relationship with Nate is over. Not necessarily relationship relationship, but their interactions have been limited. But they did kind of tease a little bit of Maddie, which I think they should explore more. But um yeah, I just I just want to see a little bit more of how Jules is taking this thruple instead of a duo. Yeah, when Rue cheats on Jules, which is bound to happen, she'll definitely confide in Maddie. You think or so? When she finds out that Rue is becoming a drug dealer now. Oh yeah. That definitely happen. Yeah. Um, I would want more of Jules' dad in the in the show. I want his perspective to happen. Like I, I think I talked on in, in the prior episode where Jules, is, Jules and Rue have done some some BS stuff over the over the seasons, and yeah. the parents haven't. We haven't gotten the parents' perspective. I know it's a, to focus on the children, but still. They're adults in their lives. <laughs> right, yeah. But I, I think Rue is hiding it from her her mom. And then Gia is just, I mean, what is it? She showed, I guess, the strategy she uses into maintaining her addiction. Um, how she, what, gaslights, what is it, floats the idea, whatever. But I don't think Gia is going to tell the mom because she would feel bad. It's it's basically all the things she explained with the little... I do like those little um, scenes with Rue by the projector and she's tapping on the board and explaining stuff. I do enjoy those moments of the show. But I don't think... But yeah, what Rue is explaining there, I don't think Gia would go, I guess, rat to the mom, even if it is best for her sister. Because it's like, oh, do you want to ruin your relationship with your sister or do you want her to harm herself? But, but, and then again, I don't think Gia even knows to the extent of how bad it is. And then the mom is just out the loop. Like, I don't even know where she's at, you know? <laughs> the mom is just out the loop. They did show a little bit of her in season one or much more with her in season one with how she took Jew's almost fatal overdose and her bringing in that new man into the house and Rue was pissed because it's not the, it's not her dad. And then as for Jules, her dad, I mean, I guess the most we see of the dad is in that special episode, but it would be great to see more of him. But again, it's the same with Rue's mom in the sense of their children just leave them out the loop. And I mean, it's understandable as a teenager. You don't want your parents in on your business and for what you think, trying to ruin your life. Or just, you just don't want them to know. You just think you can handle handle your business as an adult. Be able to, they should be able to find out, though. Think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I know Gia will find out. I mean, Gia is more of an involved person. And, but of course, yeah. Gia will definitely find out. And I need more of a character, characterization from Gia. Gia is a tool right now. She's just being played. That's all it's been also the past couple of episodes. She's just being played. 
I need more. I need a Lexi rebirth for, for her as well. <laughs> a nice Lexi rebirth. Is that a segue? Nice segue. Sure, we can talk about Lexi. Lexi's part's cool. She's her own person now, which I like. Lexi's part is cool. So so I guess how did you how did you like the artistic approach of Lexi narrating her her life or directing her life like her life, so to speak? No, she's narrating the play. Right, but remember they they were drawing from her actual life. She she was directing her actual life. I'm talking about that where they had Ruth sit in the chair and Ruth playing this one person. Basically, everyone's playing themselves, right? Uh, Plays about her things. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how did how did you feel about so she's the artistic approach? Her. She's she's directing the play pretty much. Yeah, that's why she's, that's why she's in, that's why she's in Cassie. But that she's doing a play because the play is about her. <laughs> no, yeah, I know, but in in a way, it's she's directing her life. That's what I mean. Done. It's a little more deeper than a play for Lexi. Then why would she? Why would it be of her life? It's it's she's directing her life and essentially trying to take control of it. If we're going to get a little more uh, deeper, is the play Oklahoma? Is the play's name Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah. That's what the play is called. That's not the other play. Because I think there are two plays called Oklahoma. What do you mean two plays? At that school or are you talking? Yeah, at the school. The two plays, Oklahoma. The one that Lexi's making and then the one, Oklahoma. The the Oklahoma play. Musical. No, Lexi's Lexi's is Oklahoma. Because. I, I remember them talking about, oh, F, Oklahoma. Oh. Yeah, but I I could have sworn Lexi said, "Oh no!" But Lexi only said to the principal, "Can I can I make can I direct this play?" Asking for the go ahead. Oh, she didn't give the title of the play yet. Yeah, I I don't think so, because no. But what did Rue tell her mom at the end when she got the drugs? Oklahoma. That's what I'm saying. But if, if the play is not Oklahoma, then that could. I can have some repercussions in the end. Oh, because I thought, because I could have sworn Rue said, oh, I'm, I was auditioning for Lexi's play, Oklahoma. So you think maybe she's confused or she got it off? Because the show played that as confusing. I don't think they ever mentioned them. I don't know if the play is called Oklahoma. I have to check this. What did, what did Ethan say? What did Ethan say to a cat? Remember? He just said Lexi's play. Yeah, they only refer to her play as Lexi's play. Interesting. That would be a nice, uh, nice little conundrum Rue has caught herself in. Yeah, I need to. I'm gonna look this up. Don't worry. Okay. Um. But yeah, as of uh, for Lexi's character, some great growth, or not, not growth really has well some great scenes so far with. Lexi's character in this episode. This is probably the most we've gotten out of Lexi. Her her taking command, being a leader, a shepherd. I like that one scene where she was leaving her house and they did they did that trans or that swift transition where she's leaving her house and she's entering the play set or the set of the play, I should say. Remember that scene? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, that uh, that was a 
at that moment, I said, this episode is good. I'm sorry. But it doesn't get any more cinematic than that in uh, Euphoria. Besides maybe the the musical, that musical encore at the end of uh, one. But yeah, I mean, they were just showing how Lexi, I mean, how, how she was she was taking, you could say, you can't say responsibility, but she was taking... She had a motivation to do something, right? Because I think as these other characters, all these other characters have a motivation or the main ones, right? Because there's no, there would be no other way for you to like them, follow them, dislike them if they don't have any, what drives them. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And I and I think we finally saw what what's driving Lexi at the moment, which is great. That's that's why people that's why uh, people are starting to like her because you get to see a little more of her, how she reacts in certain situations. You just get to see more of her, which is good. Uh, I guess we can move on for or to the love triangle: Maddie, Cassie, Nate. Nathaniel, I doubt his name is Nathaniel. But yeah, how do, how do we feel about this? Lo- how this uh, love triangle is uh, blossoming? Um, why would Nate go back to Maddie? I can understand why Maddie would. She explained to herself. But I don't understand why Nate would. Was it because he he wants to do the right thing? The right thing, as in tell her. No, go back to Maddie. But how 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 are you saying it's the right thing? In what way? Uh, because he has history with Maddie. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could see why he would go back with Maddie. Probably, like you said, history. But, but he, I, we had a whole episode about him dreaming about life with Cassie. So we're just going to throw that out the window? Um, I don't think... Yeah, that is true. That is true. They spent an entire episode of not how easy, not necessarily how easy Cassie is, but how she would not give him the same problems Maddie would. She's not the so same. It's, it's all cyclical nature then. Because if he's going back to Maddie's relationship and if he's dreaming about Cassie, he's going to continue to dream about Cassie when he's with his relationship with Maddie. So it, it doesn't. It's just going to go back to him being a horrible boyfriend to Maddie and then him falling back in Cassie. Good, good graces. No, no. Ma- Maddie, a hey, hey, Maddie, Maddie's the nine to five and Cassie's the weekend. Great reference. <laughs> Fantastic. But I, I think it's not only the history they share, Nate and Maddie. I, I believe it's, he, tr- he does truly love maddie and i guess the only i guess the only thing i can think of is because of that history he just feels drawn to maddie he'll always have love for maddie because cassie i mean cassie is on the low kinda yeah i mean she still is on the low because you can't consider cal cal's not gonna rat nate because nate knows about cal right Nate, no, Cal's not gonna rat. Nate, Nate can, uh, what is it? Extort. He can look extort Cal, his dad. I mean, I don't think he would. I mean, he could. He could. 
I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely a possibility for Nate. Nate is kind of ruthless, as we discussed. But why he would go for Cassie, or sorry, why he would go for Maddie, kind of blows my mind. I think that's that may just be up for spec- speculation, because they haven't shown too much of them. Or, I guess another thing you could consider is Maddie. Remember how Nate was talking to Cassie about, oh, she'd, she'd, she'd kill, she'd actually kill you or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe Nate's afraid of what Maddie, or yeah, of what Maddie's capable of doing. I don't think so, but we're. Just, I, I'm just here. Hey, I watch. I've only watched the episode once, and that's what I'm speculating. No, because remember he said that she'll try to kill him, but she'll actually kill Cassie. So she'll try. She's not, he knows she's not actually going to kill him. Of course. I mean, have you seen Nate, dude? There's no way that's happening. Like, no, no, no. Not a, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't not, mean, he means emotionally. No, no. I, well, I think it's a little bit of... It's not just emotionally. I think it's also physically. She can't, she can't hurt him, Sean. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking just that statement in general. She would actually try to get back at Cassie. And that has that is something we've discussed, how she would approach that if it came to be. If she knew, actually, let's not even, we're kind of jumping the gun a little bit, but if she knew. That's wild. Uh, Cassie's at the only been broken up for three weeks. It feels like a year. <laughs> no, yeah, it it is insane. But I mean, it's... You can almost think the way the show moves because we've discussed this. High school does feel like forever or certain moments in high school do feel a long time. So it's great that they're able to, they, they make it, you feel such a part of these characters that even you to yourself are thinking, wow, it was, it was not even a month ago. It felt like last year. Why, why are we stressing? But it makes sense why she's stressing because it was only three weeks ago. And she didn't even tell uh, Maddie. For me, I, when I was watching that scene of what she wanted to do compared to what she did, man, I, I, was, I, I was genuinely thinking to myself, wow, Casper, what got a hold of you? And then when they said, um, Rue Roo narration said, oh, that's what Cassie wanted to say, told myself, oh, yeah. Right, that that seems more in line with her character. She will explode soon, though. You think so? Yeah, without doubt, she will do it soon. How how come? Why why do you think she would explode? Just because that is Cassie. That is something. She, she finds out do. that Nate is, is no longer gonna be with her. She's not gonna share him with Maddie. I yeah, that's true. That's true. They they weren't sharing right now. It's kind of uh like like she said, they've broken up. Yeah. Yeah, she's, now I'm saying Cassie's not going to share Nate with Maddie, so there's no point even thinking that's a possibility. Also, speaking, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a writer on the show. I don't know what BS they're going to pull. No, those writers are so funny, dude. So much, so much genitalia, so much genitalia. Yeah, an absurd amount. Yeah, I, I was saying, or I could, I could send pictures. I could send pictures of my dick to Sam Levinson. And he could probably cast me in the next uh, season of Euphoria. He probably would. I mean, there is borderline colorism in Euphoria, so I could definitely uh, level the playing field, be an inspiration. 
I guess so. Cassie and Maddie will not share Nate. So I guess, do you think Nate is calling it quits with Cassie then? If he has gone to Maddie's home, he actually declined a get together with Cassie and instead opted to go to this place with Maddie. So I guess, what are your thoughts on the Nate-Cassie relationship minus Maddie, so to speak, just in this sense? Do you think, do you think Nate will still, still be thinking of her as kind of his guilty pleasure? Or do you think it'll, it'll, he'll cut, cut it off entirely so he can focus or prioritize Maddie? I think he'll prioritize and then eventually go back to uh, Cassie. Thinking about Cassie. Okay. Uh, this dude, this dude Nate can't make up his mind, bro. So many options, I'm sure. <laughs> Dude's struggling. Dude's drowning. Uh, so I guess, what did we? Fe- how do we? Not how do we feel? The scene with Fesco, Faye, Ashtray, and Cal. Cal goes over to Fesco house. Cal. You know, Cal honestly is doing the most. This man is honestly doing the most. Dude goes over to Fesco's house. I mean, obviously he wants the disc. He's trying to remove that vulnerability he has, that liability. But oh, that that scene was so funny at the same time. No, that whole scene was funny because there's no way they're going to shoot Cal. There's no way. Like yeah, Ash- I love the scene though. It was, it was beautiful. It, no, it was great. Uh, sure, Ashtray got a little carried away but he's more so protecting Fesco. Um, but there's no way he was going to shoot Cal. There's no way. Um, so I didn't, I didn't get a tense or a, I wasn't shuddering watching that scene. I just, I just wanted to see how it unfolded and, uh, and it unfolded great from the dialogue, the acting to Astra hitting, hitting Cal. And a part of that, a part of Astra hitting, hitting Cal with the butt of the gun low key is for it's, it's so funny because in a way he's Cal is still feeling the repercussions of his son being Nate. You know what I mean? Cause I, cause I mean, Ashtray doesn't know him, but Ashtray, I think did have an inkling of a feeling dude was armed in that gas station store. Ashtray did have a feeling. I mean, or maybe he was just picking up just to, just to protect all three of them. But I do believe Ashtray had an inkling he was armed. Because Ashtray honestly be thinking the worst. I'm sure he does. So I, I, I uh, all in all, I appreciate the scene. It was good. It's not, I don't really think there's anything to take away from. Just, just that it was probably the, probably the best scene of the episode. With Faye, what is it? Faye concludes it with, oh, y'all, you, you and your son just be fucking girls out here. That's great. <laughs> That's actually great. No, it has a repercussion of he knows that Nate lied to him. Oh, Nate Nate said Fesco had the disc? Yeah, he didn't just do it off a of whim. Uh, that's true. That's true. Right, because, yeah. Because if, oh, no, then do you know what that means? Sorry. Nate is only going to Maddie not to be with Maddie. He's going for the disc. Maybe. I, I, I don't understand that. Well, because they both want it. I don't think he's. I don't think he's thinking about the dad. I think he's. He's. He's only trying to get the disc for his dad. No, he is trying to get the disc for his dad, though. And I think a part of himself as well, because his dad is kind of a. 
not a reflection, but it's, oh, when you talk about Nate Jacobs, or you talk about Cal Jacobs, you think of, you think of the other, so to speak. What is it like death, not death, but murder by association, kind of that sort of vibe. But yeah, that would mean he's only at Maddie's place to retrieve this disc. That's at least my theory going in. We'll, we'll see in five days. What about, yo, what about Rue? Rue was truly on one this episode. Truly on one. Yeah, she, she really was. Like trying to be a drug dealer to supply her drug addiction. Rue's actually going to die. The, the, the arc for Rue would, would, and I do, I do endorse this, would be if she, not, not die, sorry, I, sh- I shouldn't be too extreme. They need a season three, right? This girl's only a, only a junior. They need at least a season three. They definitely want, or they not want, but I do see an overdose in Rue's future. Because this, this, this girl, she takes pills like they're water. She genuinely does. But it also shows kind of the science of, not even science, psychology of an addict stemming from the first, first, I think, 20, 15, 15, 20 minutes of the episode where it was showing her explaining how, how it affects the people around her and how she I, manipulates them in order to sustain her addiction, which is unfortunate, of course. Yeah, yeah. Just like Rue's, Rue's behavior. I mean, at least the show is aware that she's unlikable at this moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely unlikable. So I guess if we're talking unlikability, who's who's your favorite character right now? Fez. Yeah, I'd probably agree. Fez. Fez and Lexi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fez, Fez and Lexi for sure. Yeah, those two just they're kind of they're kind of the victims in this low key. You you could consider Fesco a victim. I mean, in a way, you could consider Nate a victim, kind of. A, but Nate Nate's just such an interesting character. I do like I do like his character, but he's not my favorite. I do like all all the characters. We got a little less a cat in this episode. We gave we they gave this girl an encore in the last one, and then and then they just said, "All right, that's enough." She's throwing it all away. Yeah, she's throwing it all away. She's not throwing it all away. I thought she's still talking. She's still she's still in uh, keeps in touch with Ethan. Imminent. In the end. That's true. They're they're more like pen pals now, huh? The relationship's already over, Sean. You said it's already over? Yeah, they just <laughs> don't know it yet. They just don't know it yet? No, I think Ethan just doesn't know it yet. Cat knows. Cat knows. No, no, Cat doesn't know it's over, but she knows the love isn't there. Yeah, but what? <laughs> what? That's like saying no, no. You walk into a store, it's like, yo, you got any ground beef? And they say, no, we don't have any. But you guys had some yesterday. Yeah, we don't have any. Sure, they sell ground beef, but they don't have any right now. I, I think the, I think it's over. No love, no relationship. That's what I'm trying to say. No ground beef, therefore you can't buy it. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I do need a little bit more, Ethan. I, they kind of sprinkled... When I compare Ethan's appearances in the first one, it was, again, his, from Kat's perspective. But 
I do need to see a little bit more Ethan in a sense of how this relationship is going to unfold. And considering this being episode three, and this previous episode was well-paced, it's, I think they'll definitely have time to give his character more, more room to run. Same with Lexi, same with Cal. Especially Cal. I mean, they've given Cal so much already. <laughs> so much no, already. They'll show, they'll show um, Ethan after they break up. That's the only way, the only way I'll make those make sense to me. They won't show him during? There's no need. You already have Cat. There's no drama there. All right. Um, what what do you want to see in the next episode? Let us close on that. I don't know. Just another will pace. More character develop. Continue with the same. I know they're trying to give Rue more shine, but I think that the, the, what they showed of Rue was enough. I don't need more Rue. I know they made they're making his plotline so he can get more Rue, but I don't really need it. Yeah, that's true. I I have to agree. Just a well. Basically, I just need episode three fleshed out. And I think there are only five more episodes left. Not only, but the next episode would be the halfway mark is what I'm trying to say. Okay. This is Kenny Cuz Podcast, and we'll see you guys next week for episode four of Euphoria. Ciao. Uh, it's a plane. It's a bird. It's it's a- I was acting mad funny. This year you.